A recent study by the Fraser Institute analyzed the statistics around population growth and housing completions. Between 1972 and 2022, Canada has routinely built around 200,000 housing units per year. This was great because throughout the 1970s, the population grew by an annual average of about 200 to 300,000 people. This all changed, however, in the 1980s, when population growth increased to over 400,000 people in 88 and 89 to push past that housing unit to new person ratio of one and a half, meaning we built less than one housing unit for every one and a half people we added to the country. However, in 2022, Canada's population grew by an additional 1,050,110 people. For reference, the largest population growth up to that point was just under 600,000 people in 2019. The issue is we actually built less than 200,000 homes between 1991 and 2004 and then again between 2009 and 2018. This left us with a previous housing shortage that we blew out of the water in 2022. When the new housing unit to new person ratio jumped up to 5 this means we built one house for every five people we added to the country. Next, the Fraser Institute looked at the different provinces to analyze the ratio between population growth and housing completions. Here are some of the highlights. Between 2018 and 2022, Nova Scotia had its highest population growth in the last 50 years at 16,789 people but they only completed around 4,500 housing units, leaving them with a ratio of 7.7. New Brunswick grew by 11,494 people and only had around 2,800 completions, leaving them with the worst ratio of population growth to housing completions at 11.3. This means they built one home for every 11.3 people, they added to the province. Saskatchewan was also high on the list. With a population growth of 11,592 people between 2018 and 2022 and around 3,400 housing unit completions, giving them a ratio of 8.2. Finally, we've got BC and Ontario. Ontario saw the largest population growth of 239,915 people and BC saw its population grow by 86,339 people between 2018 and 2022. But there were almost twice as many homes built in Ontario, about 70,800, whereas BC saw only 39,700 housing units built. This put Ontario at a ratio of 5.5 and BC at 3.5. Remember, we ideally want to have a ratio of around 1.5 to 2. Now, this is not necessarily indicative of current affordability levels. As we know, BC and Ontario have the highest home prices in the country, but perhaps it will translate to higher prices in the East Coast and Saskatchewan if the population remains steady and the province continues to underbuild. If you're interested in reading the full report, I'll link it in the show notes below. What will real estate look like in 2024? Well, it's tough to say, but historically we've seen an increase in activity in both the spring and fall of any given year. Most studies, however, predict this will not be the case in 2024. Scotiabank 
expects national housing prices to fall by 1.9% over the next 12 months, with a potential worst-case scenario of 2.3%. TD, on the other hand, expects home prices to decline by 10% between Q3 of 2023 and early 2024. Desjardins also released their housing outlook, and things didn't look good. They didn't attach a specific number, but they did mention that they expected prices to decline in 2024. They pointed to a couple of factors that contributed to this hypothesis, the looming economic downturn that would put downward pressure on sales and prices as unemployment rates increase, and they also think housing starts will decline next year as economic activity declines. The price declines should improve affordability, but with interest rates still high, the improvements should be modest, leaving most major Canadian housing markets less affordable than before the COVID-19 pandemic began. Now, Remax also released their 2024 outlook, and they believe the national price will actually rise slightly in 2024 by 0.5%. Their report featured a variety of answers to survey questions. They note that 59% of the Canadian housing market surveyed said they were anticipating unit sales to increase year over year. They also reported that the majority of Canadians surveyed, 73% to be exact, are confident that home ownership is the best investment. This number remained unchanged year over year. However, more than half, 54%, are concerned that interest rate increases will impact their ability to engage in the real estate market. These results come from a market research firm that surveyed 1,516 Canadians online between September 29th and October 1st, 2023. Now, the report also highlights the idea that we may see the market cool in the first half of 2024. This seems to be pretty consistent throughout these four reports. What are your thoughts? How do you think the 2024 market will play out? Write to the show at at alexblencarnrealestate at gmail.com and let me know what you think. Finally, we've got some good news. Canada just nearly dodged a recession. The GDP numbers came out and we saw a 1.1% decline year over year in Q3 of 2023. But the Q2 numbers were revised from a 0.2% drop to a gain of 1.4%. Therefore, we did not have two consecutive negative quarters of GDP growth, and we are officially not in a recession, even though it might feel like it. This week, there was an article about a Royal LePage report that came out highlighting where median prices have dropped in Canada for individuals looking to buy a recreational home this winter. So, if that's you, here's some more good news. Southern Georgian Bay, areas like Collingwood, Meaford, and Thornbury, close to the Blue Mountains Ski Resort, dropped by 10% year-over-year, and could be a great spot to purchase that waterfront or winter resort property. The median price in those areas is around $800,000. Sun Peaks in British Columbia saw the most significant decline in all of the recreational housing areas studied by Royal LePage. They're down 21.3% year over year. 
Sun Peaks is near Kamloops in the mountains, and it's a great spot for skiing, mountain biking, or hiking. The median price in that area is down to around $1.2 million. Finally, there's Quebec. Specifically, the Stoneham and Lac Beauport areas. These have declined by 3.9% year over year. This area is about 25 kilometers from Quebec City and features some lovely lakefront properties. It's down to an affordable median price of $457,000 this year. Well, folks, there you have it. The main theme of this episode seems to be some declines in average prices across the great country of Canada. Let's see if these trends continue. As always, this has been another episode of the Canadian Real Estate News Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Blencarn, and until next time, take care.